Hi guys, I'm Kushi. I'm Sanya. And I'm Anika. Today we're going to be talking about friendship dynamics. So all of us have been friends for a very long period of time. I'm sure if you watched the pilot episode, we already said that. And during that time, we've had people join our group, leave our group. We've had lots of different people coming in and out. And it's, there's been lots of different friendship dynamics happening. And so we've had a fair share of a toxic friend or two and even a toxic environment just because people wouldn't be mixing with each other. So a quick timeline of our friend group that has happened in the past. Uh, we initially started with a group of three. Unfortunately, it was not Anika who was our third person, but it slowly grew from there and Anika joined in later on. Along with Anika, a couple more people joined, a couple people left. We had guys in our all-girl group at one point, and then they also left. They went to a different school. So hello if you're watching or listening. And then... Now we sit here today with 10 people in our group and one of them is an international person in Germany. So, And by that. far, I think it's the best friend group I've ever been in. For sure. True. Yeah, from like the all of the constant changes and everything happening, like where we currently are now is the best that it's been in a long time. So I'm very happy with that. And Kushi, I just realized that we were literally there since day one. Yeah, it's been me and you since year seven. So that's now six years. One thing that we have noticed, though, in having a big group of girls with around 10 people is that there will always be mini groups of people with three to four people. And although some people may view that as something extremely toxic and it, it can be looked upon as leaving other people out, I actually think it makes a friend group healthier. It makes other people in the friend group connect. And um, one thing that I've also noticed is that even though there are many mini groups, we still have found a way for all of us to be together, no off these, and still be completely um, fine with it and respect it. Yeah, unless I feel like if you're purposely leaving someone out, that's when it becomes a little bit of a problem. But I think there's been multiple occasions where someone has spoken up when they feel left out. Even if you feel like something isn't a big deal or if something is not that deep, please just speak up because if you keep it held in for a long time it's going to cause problems exactly i see no problem in there being smaller groups within a big group it's almost like we should normalize it because it is bound to happen if you're a group of four plus people uh and it's like a universally known thing it's a universally experienced thing uh just what kushin anika said as long as it's not toxic and as long as it's done in a healthy way with lots of communication it should be fine it should be perfectly normal and healthy yeah like i always see these tiktoks of um saying, oh, I was in that friend group of three and it's supposed to be taken in a negative way, which I don't think is necessary because every time I see one of those TikToks, I end up tagging both Sanya and Anika because I feel like we're a really healthy friend group of three in a big friend group of ten. Something else that I've noticed within our current friend group is that we've always been there as a support system for each other and I feel like we have, most of the friends have been pretty constant and I really love the fact that we can just talk about anything and we are constantly supported no matter what. Like we went on a staycation, um, I think last week and it was a lot of fun. All ten, nine of us were there. Unfortunately, one of our friends couldn't join. I remember like three of us ended up crying as well at the end of the night and we were able to talk about it. We were able to comfort each other, which I feel like is so important uh, between a friend group. You're supposed to have a constant support system who's there for you. No matter what, you're supposed to feel safe, feel comfortable, feel valid, no matter what you're feeling, thinking. And I think whoever's listening to this right now, if you're um, especially in high school and you're listening to this, 
or, or any part of your life which you feel like is really important to you at the moment, I think having a supportive friend group, whether it's just three other people or like 10 other people, I think is so important because I know I wouldn't be able to go to the past year of school without them because when it was super hard, I know they were always there for me because as a group, we're super uplifting and positive, except for the times where we're like literally bullying each other. But um, um, I feel like yeah, you need a healthy balance, so it's good. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, it's a loving, banterful relationship. We're just using our group as an example because it's what we're familiar with, it's what we know. But we just want to, you guys to remember that we're always addressing a general audience. And this show is kind of to help prevent all of the taboo-ness associated with the topic of friendship dynamics and friend groups because if you're not in the right friend group it can be a very toxic and just odd environment in general so we just want to talk about it and address it another thing that we've noticed uh with friendship dynamics over this past year uh has been how covid has affected friendship groups and more importantly how it's caused friendship groups to change to split up to, or even to be stronger together in fact um so just to keep it short We've gone through many changes, like I've just said, um, and especially ours, I'd like to say. And whenever you put a group of friends in that high pressure, high stress, very emotional situation, which was the COVID-19 pandemic, we try to avoid talking about it because it's honestly overdone now at this point and no one wants to hear about it anymore. It's when you're put in these situations and you really test the friendship, you kind of figure out who your true friends are. Yeah, um, I think that's such an important thing to say, like, to see who my real friends were and weren't was kind of fascinating because people who I was so close to at a point I don't even talk to now which I find so scary one thing that was like really really nice that I liked was zoom and smoothie which are two um, online platforms where I met a lot of people like I met so many people through smoothie just constantly joining calls and I think that's one thing that I really enjoyed because we all became closer through that we all found new people through that and um, it was like a really fun social event, except all online. So yeah. exactly, and we found ways to keep our group entertained and have a good time. I my birthday was at the very start of COVID. They planned like a very sweet, fun thing for me, and like everyone's had those like birthday videos made for them. But I like to think I was the first one because my birthday was literally the start of COVID. It was in April, so yeah, that's when the pandemic hit Dubai and. It, that made the friendship stronger in that sense. COVID definitely made our group more close-knit to each other, uh, but it also taught us who our real friends were. Um, I hope they're watching. Hi. It's okay for people to leave groups, especially during COVID. It's okay to not be friends with people who you were. Mindsets change, dynamics change, people change in general. The chemistry changes. Let's just really quickly address some red flags that we've had during our friendships. Anika, do you want to start off? Yes. Um, well... Around one to two things, actually. I don't really like when people are judgmental and when they get mad, they'll get super petty. And I, I don't really appreciate that. I feel like you should be straightforward. Like we said before, communication is key. If you do have a problem with something, I think it's best to just address it because what's the worst that can happen? Like, you don't, you just argue over it. But usually, in most cases, what I've noticed is that the two people whom it's happening in between it gets sorted out immediately after the one person raises the issue. And that's what I feel like it should be. It's quicker, it's efficient, it just makes more sense. I I just don't think there's any point in dragging something on for no reason for your own personal satisfaction, you know? But yeah, um, that's it for me though. Sonia, what about you? Um, I, a red flag, which I usually see in friend groups, this wasn't one that 
particularly applies to ours, but I've seen it in other friend groups and people in those groups have come to talk to me about it. Um, and it's that when you have publicly addressed insecurities that you already have in yourself, whether it's like education or look wise or whatever, and uh, your friends in that group tend to poke fun at them or specifically those insecurities which you've publicly announced, you already don't like people making fun of. And I get that a banterful relationship is good, but this is something completely different. Just having a fun back and forth with your friends and then bullying them nonstop to the point where they feel targeted is two completely different things. And so that's a red flag, which I'd point out in groups, especially if you address it and they still keep doing it. That's not a good thing. They're not your friend. They're trying to put you in a bad mood and put you down. So yeah, um, that's mine. Kushi, what's yours? Mine is pretty similar to Sanya's actually, but somewhat different as well. I feel like when you're doing something that you're really proud of or something that you're generally excited and happy about and you go off, tell your friends and they seem a little bit like, oh, like, oh, it's not that big of a deal or they try to put you down because of it. I feel like when people do that, when people put you down on purpose because you're happy, it's to raise their self-esteem more or to put themselves back up by putting you down, if that makes any sense. I feel like I've experienced that a couple of times with a few of my, I would like to say, ex-friends and Thank God they're ex-friends. And I know that all of these red flags that we're saying right now may not, like, people may think, oh, it's not that big of a deal. Like, they're making it too big than it is. But, you know, these things can really lead to some insecurity problems, mental health issues. At the end of the day, it can lead to a really messy end of your friendship, which is not what you want. So when you see these problems, even slowly addressing them is what's really important Telling your friends you feel uncomfortable is what's really important rather than letting it go to the extent where it's become a totally toxic friendship. That's what I think. Yeah, and like we mentioned before, your friend group is your support system in school because you can't always rely back on your family or your siblings. And at the end of the day, your friends are going to be there for you. And so you need a friend group that um, is supportive of you and won't do these things that we've mentioned. So now that we covered some red flags of ours, uh, we want to play a fun game like we do at the end of each episode. And this one might be familiar to all uh, the John Quinones fans <laughs> watching our episode. <laughs> this is a what would you do segment. So, Kushi, you want to go first and ask one? Okay, I'm going to ask Anika. Anika, if one of your close friends was talking trash about another friend behind their back, what would you do? Well, obviously, I think this goes like said, said rule, hidden rule, you stand up for them and you tell them to not say that. And another thing is that if someone is saying something about a friend of mine, I'll, firstly, I'll tell them to stop. And secondly, I'll say, if this is such a big issue, why don't you just tell them this to their face? And I expect that whatever you say about someone behind their back, you should be able to say it to their face. If not, then you're weak. <laughs> what a power yeah. move. I, I don't think, like, if someone came to me and started talking um trash about one of you guys like i would definitely say like well firstly i'd prove them wrong and unless they were making a valid point i would tell them to calm down and tell them how they could sort through it you know rather than just talking negative about the person good job anika i do the same okay um now let me try and think of one on the spot if you what would you do if you were being purposely left out of the group i personally do not want to sound too egoistic but i've Thankfully, touch would have never been too left out of a situation. Personally, if I was um, feeling left out, I would go to one of my close friends who was probably a part of the bigger group who was making me feel left out. And I would 
someone who I really trust, someone who I feel safe around and I'll tell them that this is what's happening. And I feel like they should, they would probably put in the effort to ensure that I'm not left out. But yeah, if it probably goes to like a case where I'm really, really lonely, then that's the point where I think it's good to not to avoid that situation. So now, Sonia, hmm. one question for you. Um, let's just say you had a toxic past with someone and your friend decided to stay friends with that one person who um, you had a toxic past with. What would you do? Ooh, this question is very personal. What I did and what I will continue to do uh, if someone does this is I'd honestly cut that person out of my life because they clearly don't respect the boundaries that I've put in place. They don't respect that. I've asked them to no longer be friends with that person. And if they still proceed to do it, then they clearly don't care about me as a person. In general, if you guys are experiencing this, as hard as it is to cut people out of your life, if they do something like this, they don't care about you. They're not your friend. You can try and reason with them and talk to them. But personally, I would cut them out of my life because I wouldn't want to deal with that extra baggage and just be carrying it around. So, yeah. With the end of this segment comes the end of this episode. And we hope you enjoyed this episode. It's a bit more lighthearted, a bit more relatable towards us and other people in high school around our age. We hope you guys enjoyed. And again, our DMs are always open. Follow us at 3idiots.mp3 on Instagram. Uh, yeah, always be free to message us. Always be free to let us know what episodes you'd like to see and what we'd like to talk about or if you relate to anything that we were just talking about. Um, and yeah, hope you guys enjoyed.